This is Tales of Swordfall. Episode 6, Silk and Madness. Tabby, you jumped out of a window? Um, yeah, I'm assuming it was only like one story, so. Yeah, it's probably not too far up. So, you uh, land in the streets, and, you know, the sun is rising, the shadows are long, it's kind of a chilly morning. So I landed on all four paws and then brushed my paws off and huff. <sighs> um, I am still hungry, though. So I walk around to find um, a restaurant or a tavern I can eat in, um, sniffing the air, trying to pinpoint what the, the best smelling food might be. But nothing is really appealing. It's still morning, but a sign does catch her eye. It says Pixie Swallow. So she enters that establishment. Cool. And you go in there. It's still morning, so there's not, not a lot of people, but they are roasting just a giant chunk of meat, and it's sizzling and boiling over this uh, fire pit that's like right in the middle of the room. It's on a rotisserie, and um, they are taking out fresh bread. And, yeah, there's all the smells and sounds of food. And um, you are... She, uh, okay, go ahead. Uh, you're approached by, you know, just a waitress. She's happy. She's smiley. Welcome. Welcome. You you are at a ten. You need to be at a five this early in the morning. What is that meat slab that you're roasting? Uh, she looks at it. She, It looks like she's moving in slow motion as she turns her head. And she just starts talking. Her voice is starting to get really grating and slow. And it just kind of sounds like... Uh, Tabby starts tapping her claws against the uh, table and starts to almost carve grooves into the table as she continues her talking. Yeah. Whatever. I don't. I don't care at this point. Just fetch me that, and also uh, brandy leche. And um, she starts, you know, cutting off. A slice of meat and you can hear the knife tearing through this giant meat chunk it almost sounds like someone is taking nails to a chalkboard oh this buffoon i can't believe how loud how how echoing the sounds are what is wrong this is the worst hangover ever and i didn't even drink that much oh why does everything hurt uh, someone approaches you. Get away from me. They they look very concerned. 
but their voice is just harsh and it sounds like they're yelling at you they look like they're trying to be super aggressive they hold their hands out and things start getting a little fuzzy give me a constitution saving throw Well, you don't black out yet. Why are your hands in front of my face? You need to move your hands away from me or I'm going to kill you. And the person looks still very concerned. And another person gets up and starts approaching you. You can hear just their heavy footsteps coming closer and closer to you. I've had enough of this table flip. And then I, I stomp, stomp out of the pixie swallow. Okay, uh, give me a, uh, just either athletics or just a straight up uh, strength and give me advantage. Yeah, you don't know what happens to the table, but it just feels super light to you. And just noise starts happening and you go out everything's kind of blurred it's it's almost like um migraine vision you know everything's blurred and trailing uh colors are distorted smells are getting just worse and worse by the moment i cannot bear this any longer um how far is like the woods from here um they're they're pretty far okay um but you could probably find some kind of um, um what, here is what i'll do i'll i'll scale up one of the buildings and start to um skimper on top of the roofs until i can find a nice overhang uh that's cast in shadows to kind of curl up and wrap my tail around and put, pull my hood up over my my ears and hide yeah um that's pretty easy to find um yeah there's a large like billboard sign lack of a better word um that's casting a long shadow um since it is uh like nearing early winter the shadows are just long and it, it's a little bit colder on top of all these buildings and yet you can hear the street below there's a horse it sounds like someone's just smashing garbage pails together um you know if there's talking it just sounds like they're shouting and you can hear your name within that shouting every once in a while things aren't right why don't they leave me alone why don't they just leave me alone um i i just kind of put my head up like tighter around my head and uh i do what a cat does and they kind of like bury their head underneath their paws and just make myself into a tighter smaller ball and we're gonna leave tabby on that rooftop and see what's happening with krakatur uh so krakatur kind of storms out of the taz's apartment yeah his feelings are kind of hurt, feeling like people aren't enjoying his cooking as much as he thought they would. 
so on his mind, he is going to try and find the nearest tailor because he needs some new robes. What are you doing? I am going to get some new robes. I am scarred and I do not need everyone seeing these terrible wounds. Which ones? The ones inside or the ones outside? <laughs> don't, don't worry, I have a plan for the inner wounds as well. Uh, you should be proud. You took down a ship. I did not take down a ship. I merely helped my friends take down some evil-doing pirates that had no business being ported in this city. And you let some get away. Aye, but they shall taste just as soon. Maybe instead of robes, you should find pirates. Not at this time. I must... I must recover a bit and rejoin my friends once they have come to their senses about my cooking. Your friends? Eh, they should be taught a lesson. So at this point, he's just kind of like smacking his head a little bit to try and get Kazu to shut up, and he's just hoping he gets to the tailor soon and doesn't have to be listening to the rantings of a mad storm spirit. So, Ray, um... Yes? Yes. Tabby has just gone out a window. It looks like Krakatur just went out after, uh, you know, Flea did his thing. How's, how's Ray feeling about this whole situation right now? You said Flea is still there? I, it's Flea. Was... I ran out. Okay. Yeah, I ran out. Yeah, Flea, <laughs> Flea is also ran out, so. So I'm the only one left in here? Uh, it's Deuce there, I believe. Steve. I am. I'm I'm uh eating the rest of Flea's food. <laughs> okay. After I've eaten my food, I um I'll go find Krakatur. Stick by him. Uh I I will go I I I should go with you. Um uh pro probably we should not split up uh, as we did last night. I, I I would like to not be left alone uh in this empty apartment. That's fair. Come on, Stu, let's go. I look down at my plate longingly and okay. I set the plate down and I follow you. I lock the door when I leave. So Krakatur has probably not gone too far since, you know, he is having a tough conversation with uh, Krakatur. And, you know, Flea's not too far behind. And uh, I was actually going to go to the docks, if that's alright. Oh, alright, so do you just kind of pass Krakatur and go out, or...? I mean, I try to sneak around him, so I don't hurt his feelings more. <laughs> alright, give me a... Um... Stealth check. Alright. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. You are quiet. Like, there's some old lady in the hall with a tray set up in her doorway who's, you know, eating and watching, but she doesn't seem to notice you. But she does notice, you know, 
uh, Ray and uh, Stu and probably Krakatier. And, you know, she's doing the old lady thing of, oh, hey, there's drama going on. Let's let's see how this goes down. Uh, so, yeah, Fleet, you sneak out the building and probably sneak past a Krakatier who's, what, hitting his head? Was that the exact phrasing? Yeah, he's kind of smacking himself in the head. Like, You're probably against... Stop. <laughs> probably against the wall, looking totally the opposite side. Yeah, he's not gonna notice. Yeah. Krakatur! Hey! Hey, come back! Ray, I, I did, did not realize you followed me out here. Yes, are you okay? I I am okay. I am fine. He He got one of those, like poses where he's like i'm okay like i'm good but not really but i'm good <laughs> all right well what errand do you need to run today i am going to a tailor i need to get some new robes to because mine got ruined by the exploding ship I, I I say I, I i could probably fix your robes um but you know i understand if you would just prefer new ones I was hoping to find someone who could make them in the way of my people's tradition. Ah, yes. Very good. I see. Um, will you have time later to make us more food? I could, yes. Very good. I look forward to it. He, he kind of perks up a little bit and looks a little happier at that. Stu sort of licks his lips, whatever lips he has, uh, but it's not not a pleasant sight. <laughs> okay. Um, well, Ray's a native. Well, not native, but she's been in the city for a while. Um, give me a history check. Let's see if you can remember if there's any tailors about that does exotic clothing. Twelve. Yeah, you can think of a few places. Um, I'm sorry, you cut out a bit. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, you could probably think of a few places to actually go to. Um, that, yeah, I think there's yeah. actually a place that actually does Belkin gear too. So I was kind of, you know, surprised that they do stuff from all over. You want me to take you there, Krakatoor? I lead the way. All right, let's go. And so we, I take him. Oh, yeah. So we get this like outward view, like kind of over the district. We see one group going north, Flea going south, and Tabby trying to hang on to her Sandy the best she can on top top of the roof. So, um, Tabby, how long? How long do you stay up on that roof? Um, probably for a couple of hours, and eventually Tabby's like, I cannot longer take this. Something is wrong with me, and I don't know why. Um, can I do like an insight check to see if I can figure out what the issue is? Or you can do an arcana or a medicine. My insight is better. <laughs> but arcana or medicine, okay, yeah. it doesn't matter which one. Nope. 
no, you you know you have a possibility of being cursed because of the necklace. But of course that necklace is like totally baller and would never curse you. Of course not. This necklace is amazing. It's not the not the necklace. I just don't know. People are just getting on my nerves today. I don't understand this. And there's a whisper. No, it's never the necklace. Who said that? Not the necklace. But not the necklace. Oh, it's too much for my brain to handle. I cannot stand this any longer. Stop it. You know what would make things better? What is that? Not the necklace. Drawing someone's blood. That would make it all go away. Drawing blood? I do not. I'm not an artist. No. Knife to skin. Make them bleed. But why would it not make any sense? I don't understand. Make them bleed. Make them bleed. Make bleed? Make them bleed. I don't understand what you're talking about. Not necklace. Not necklace just wants to see the blood. And then it will stop. <sighs> Fine, show you blood. Um, I grab a dagger out and just cut the back of my hand. There, there's blood. Are you happy? <laughs> How about somebody else's? You, you only specified that you needed blood. I, I gave you blood. There it is. Now leave me alone. Mm. More blood then? More your own blood? This is a fun game. It's a game to you. And what is even going on with me? I don't even understand any of this. This is this is crazy. This is nonsense. You're you're the crazy one. Yeah, I don't, maybe I am crazy. I don't. I, this is this is not working. You just cut yourself. Of course, you're crazy. Perhaps. I, I don't. Why? What is going on? I, I don't understand any of any of this. Not the necklace is talking in my head. And you notice the world is shifting around you almost as if you're moving, but you don't feel like you are moving. And now I now I get now I'm off balance. I, what kind of the backsy am I if I don't have my balance? Don't, why is everything moving? Things are loud. Things are bright. Things are moving. This is not good. Not necklace will move your legs for you. Let's let's have fun. Not necklace needs to be quiet and let me sleep on this seat. This area right here to get nap. I need to sleep this off. Yes. Sleep. That's good. That will make everything easier. Yes, I, I agree. Sleep. Sleep would be good. Um. Give me a constitution saving throw again. You. You have this urge to sleep, but somehow. You're not 
Well, you can decide to sleep if you want. It won't be a magical sleep. Okay, yeah, she's uh, gonna sleep. Actually, she's gonna try to sleep, but the wavering kind of makes her fall off the rooftop. How about that? Okay, cool. We'll get to the consequences of that in a few moments. Flee! You were going back down to the docks? Yeah, I, uh, I'm, Flea's kind of feeling a little guilty about, you know, almost getting everybody killed, that whole ugly thing. So he's going to go down to the docks, and he's going to try to hunt some birds with his bow. All right. Off the docks. Cool, so you're going to, like, just shoot down some seabirds? Yeah, like, as many as I can within, like, Maybe like an hour or two. All right. Stay tuned for the next part of this episode. Please consider listening to these podcasts. Welcome to a special episode of Where the Wild Things Roll. My name is John and I will be your host and DM for this 5th edition actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast set in the world of Ravarna. This podcast might be a tad different from others you've listened to. The two players will be my 12-year-old son Kinnick and my 10-year-old daughter Kaylee as they learn to play D&D through their very first campaign. We will pick up with our adventurers as they finish their time at Paduk's Adventurers Guild as they take their practical exams in dungeoneering, magical beasts, weapons and armor, puzzle solving, diplomacy, history of the world, and magical cause and effect before they are set out into the world. Can our two adventurers pass their classes and become full-fledged members of the Adventurers Guild? You'll have to tune in and find out next time on Where the Wild Things Roll. Please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe.